Okay, guys, welcome to another episode of Taste Buddies. Woo! Let's go. My buddies here. And uh, today I want to talk about what in FMB term we call meat analog. Or uh, I think most people call it fake meat or vegan meat or plant-based, plant-based protein. Yeah. Plant-based protein. Because I started to see like a supermarket like Jaya Grocer, Village Grocer starting, started to stock up all these things. And yeah. then uh, even uh, mainstream restaurants, uh, like uh, especially those fast food chains, uh, KFC, McDonald's, all the, all the big stuff, lah, they started selling it also. And, uh, not yet, right, in Malaysia? Not, not KFC only. KFC, have, uh, yeah. Chicken Zero. Yeah, so uh, KFC had uh. that ch- Chicken Zero burger, right? Yeah. And then also, I think uh, even in the food scene in Malaysia and Singapore, there was this mad craze about uh, Beyond Burger. Uh, so, Renyi, bro, like, I don't know why <laughs> this thing specifically attacks the burger market, but luckily, you got a burger expert here. Go. Well, I mean, for, for one, the marketing that they started off with uh, was to sell as a burger replacement. Hmm. Right, I think Impossible Burger made a really good point uh, when, when it comes to their marketing. Uh, hmm. I mean, in fact, the first product that came out was a patty. Hmm. I think that's why that was the direction they went for. Because in America, um, their traditional food or their go-to food is hamburgers. Hmm. So I think it made sense that if you want to reach a mass market, that would be the direction to go for. Uh, but unfortunately, to this day, we still don't have Impossible in Malaysia. But we have a host of other um, uh, plant-based options uh, hmm. from Beyond Meat to Future... To what else is there? There's um, <laughs> that jackfruit oh, thing. Yeah, yeah and then there's uh, Harvest Gourmet by Nestle. Yeah. And also like Chinese food itself. Like. Exactly. Oh, I mean, that's been around for yeah, a long, yeah, long it's time. Been around yeah. for so long. Yeah, but it's always yeah. you link it to hey, that's vegetarian food. Yeah. This, however, I think they're marketing as hey, look, let's save the earth, let's eat plant-based patty mm. that tastes like meat, yeah. so that you don't have to consume so much meat. So they try this one. They actually try to replicate meat. Mm. Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, and, not and to say yeah. that the vegetarian they didn't try to replicate meat. Yeah, they tried yeah. to replicate the shape. I don't think the taste mm, was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, for for myself also, I think this this I, it actually still feels very surreal for me because I I used to work for Burger King when I was a student, right? And this is like uh, two thousand three, two thousand five, and we used to sell like a uh, hundred, two hundred, or when it's a busy day, thousand burger a day, right? And out of that thousand or two hundred burgers. We will only sell two vegetarian burgers or three maximum. Like I remember like whenever someone orders a vegan the veggie burger or the bean bean royale, right? Everyone goes, oh, like, oh shit, man. Someone gotta go into the <laughs> freezer, find the patty, and fry it from frozen and everything. So that was bloody surreal. And also like uh even thinking about uh, uh meat meat uh, uh sorry, uh plant-based protein is like almost a sci-fi thing when I saw the documentaries and everything, like you know. Scientists were growing protein in labs. You know, when I when I saw the documentary about uh, Beyond, also it was like so far fetched. It's like, it's like in my mind, it's something in the labs. Like mm-hmm. we are talking about 100, 200 years uh, future, but suddenly now it's you know, dude, it's here. Like it's literally in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> but these are not lab grown meat again. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Like, but the product it's is here already. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and uh, I think there are there are a lot uh, because I've done a little bit of research. Uh, prior to this uh, show and I, I I can tell you the issues that are attached to it is damn complicated and there's a lot of triggers there's a lot of heated debate people get emotional about it I mean mainly in health and also in environmental issues mm. so this this food there's a lot of background stories with, but but before we even talk like I, I always say uh, eat first thing later so <laughs> <laughs> alright what do we yeah. have here you have prepared a few things yeah. for us so I, I, I've, I've actually done it in categories so I think in Malaysia uh, roughly the product that we can get there's a, uh, almost three uh, there's roughly three types of uh, uh, vegetable based protein okay the first one is what they call the soy base so these are soy proteins that they've extracted and uh, in various uh, levels and then 
they put in all this technology in there with uh, starches, with uh, cook, uh, uh, vegetable fats as well, and with binders as, as well to mimic meat. And um, I think the ones that we have here today is, okay, the, I think the most famous one, the Impossible Burger. And then we have the Beyond, uh, Beyond Meat, right? Another player. And then we also have another big player, the Nestle one, the Harvest Gourmet. Harvest Harvest Gourmet. Gourmet. Yeah. Mm. So these are like uh, soy-based protein, and then they add stuff to it to make it look like meat. Yeah, and in, uh, uh, normally in burger form lah. Huh? And then there's Petty another another wow wow card that I pulled out today. I found in Malaysia there is actually a company called Nanka, and they make patties, um, beef and chicken with uh, Nanka, literally jackfruit. Okay, this is not this is not the the, the jackfruit that we know. Because a lot of people say when I say jackfruit, they thought like it's a sweet Nanka that you buy on the tepi jalan mm. there, right? Like like, but these are actually the young Nanka. So the young nanka actually has been used, I think you all know, right, have been used in cooking for so long already, like especially masak lemak and all that, right? It's mm. always been a meat substitute, but then they took it to the next level. They wanna they wanna bring this global. Uh, they think this is the best, uh, the next big thing or so lah. So they're investing this. What's so, their brand? Yeah. Let it's me call nanka. It's nanka. 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 Literally okay. N-A-N-K-A. Yeah, yeah. So let's go guys. Like which which what about the local flavors? Yeah, all this. All this. Uh, so the, uh, sorry, the, the other category is uh the, the the third category is actually the one that we all that, that we all definitely know already. It's called the uh, gluten, uh, the wheat gluten or seitan, right? Seitan, seitan or seitan. I don't know. Depending on British or American, seitan. <laughs> yeah, seitan. So these are the one that you find in uh, vegetarian restaurants, especially Chinese restaurants. I I think you can even make this at home. And the way to make it is very interesting. Also, I see like they need the dough, mm. so you need a wheat dough. After that, uh, once you form the gluten, you actually wash it. Wash off all the starch, so you only get the gluten part. So that's the part where it's. Yeah, I think you can find this out on YouTube. I've seen the ah, videos of it yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I would say, right? I, I, okay, I know. Say, let's try it first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So are we gonna do burgers first, or are we gonna do the local dishes first? I think we can do burger first. We can do okay, burger let's first. Okay, do that. Yeah. Right? You cut it up, and I'll bring some, yeah. uh, you know, plates for us. Okay. Right. Okay, let's okay, go. Okay. Wait. So this is the impossible, is it? No, no, no. This no. is the harvest gourmet. Ah. So we wanted the pink. Yeah. Yeah. We we wanted to make sure that. Yeah. We wanted to make sure that uh, it is as plain as possible so we can taste the patty. So it's just ketchup, mustard, and pickles. Yeah. And then of course, uh, the patties are all grilled with a little bit of oil, salt, no pepper. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pretend I'm a professional uh, food reviewer. First, the look. How does it look to you? Uh, looks like meat. It looks very good. It looks like meat. A bit of pink, a bit of pink. How does it smell? Mm, uh, I don't really smell much. It smells like the mustard then. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going in, I'm going in. Okay, texture-wise, I get meatiness. Mm. And since it's just pickles, ketchup, mustard, if you don't tell me, I can't tell this is not meat. Yo mo. I can't. Maybe I'm a professional. My first bite, hey, who sells burgers? <laughs> <laughs> no, but on my first bite, that's what I'm getting. And I haven't eaten uh, anything in the, in, in the morning. We're shooting this in the morning. Wait, I I, yeah, I wouldn't think this is me. a vegan patty. Oh, you, so you actually... I, you I would just know. think this is a very... Yeah, like, mola, it's not a great... Oh, sure. Yeah, it's, no, so it's not... Okay, so texture-wise, right? It's like... It's quite grainy. Yeah. It's more grainy That's than like meat That's the only thing that texture. gave it away for me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But if I like... Close my eyes and you don't tell me before, I'll just be like, oh, I don't like this burger. Actually, uh, you know what it tastes yeah. like? For me, it tastes like the canned ham. The canned ham, the, the... Like Spam. Ah, like Spam. It tastes like Spam. A bit, meat. yes. It a actually bit, tastes yeah. like... But Spam is meat, see? Yeah, true, uh, true. Yeah. But, but is that... I think it's the grainy texture that gave it away from yes. me. Yes, I think... So, yeah. again, I think we can all agree that it can be a burger. I'm not talking about a great burger, but... Yes. You will go like, hey, look. It can maybe pass over. I yeah. don't know that this is not meat. Mm, true, mm, true. Mm. Just to let you know, I cook all of this on a non-stick pan. 
Harvest Gourmet stuck to the to the pan. A lot oh. of the char, a lot of the Maya reaction oh. was still stuck on the pan. Oh. However, the rest of them actually lift up pretty easily. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm not too sure what, what ingredient was different that made it stuck. Mm. Uh, but we lost out on a bit of flavor. Yeah. For those that don't know, you want to make mm. meat tasty, you want that sear to yeah. be on the meat, not on the pan. Mm. Yeah. Right, yeah, so we go for the second go. one? Yeah, let's go. So this one is the uh, Beyond Meat, right? But I didn't get the beef patty. This one is like a sausage uh, breakfast patty. Yeah. So I hope it tastes like the McDonald's sausage one. <laughs> There you go, bro. Thank you. Thank you. So this one is the Beyond Sausage uh, Breakfast Patty. Yeah, so I'm gonna... It looks... You can smell like a lot of spices. Oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of herbs. Yeah, yeah herbs and spices. The, the only surprising thing is that it's so dry. Given yeah. the reputation of Beyond Meat... Oh, okay. does it have a reputation for being well, like juicy? Well, I mean, it's like, the next best yeah. thing after Actually, I think it's my fault because uh, I bought the sausage sausage patty which is different from their i think different from their meat ground okay mm. yeah, yeah it's yeah. got a nice herby flavor yeah. but the texture and the dryness i think is is a fail for me yeah okay and i think the herbs is trying to like mask mm. that mm. it doesn't taste of meat so i read right uh for beyond right they are also the company right because uh i think impossible and harvest uh they do say the proteins are from soy but beyond took it uh, a, a more uh, sorry beyond is more diversified they also do pea uh, protein. So it's like uh, protein mm. from what they call legume. Legume. So how do you say it? Legumes, yeah. Like beans and uh, peas and all that. So actually, uh, I thought it wouldn't make much of a difference, but I can tell this is from peas. Yeah, I can actually really? taste the. You can even actually see the color is a bit greenish. Yeah, it's a bit green. I think it's a bit of like, a bit, ah. maybe like mung bean. Ah, like mung bean, yeah. I've never had mung beans. Yeah. But I, all I know is yeah. this is not something that I would come back and buy. Yeah. Yeah, probably. True, not. true, true, true. Okay, next, next. Actually, she's getting fun. Okay, I think this. Oh, no, no, no. Safe impossible for last. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's the benchmark, right? But I want it to bleed, though. We still bleed. It's too long. Yeah, yeah. Too long out already. <laughs> if it still bleeds, it's a miracle. Go buy beetroot juice. <laughs> okay, so you guys have actually tasted the impossible burger before, eh? I have. Rennie has. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've never tasted it, so I'm very excited for that one. But before oh, we get to that, not, so yeah, this one. Impossible. Okay, this it's one is not soy. Yeah, this one is the nanka one. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. I never had this before, so this is my first time. This is a wild card lah. Last minute yesterday, I'm Thank like, you. whoa, there's a company that does this. So I'm like, let's go. All right, let's pop this let's in. Let's pop this, man. Hmm. Very tender. Winway! It tastes like chicken. A chicken burger. Winway! I don't know, man. Yeah. I just want to taste the patty. Wait, this is all our first time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, sorry, 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 I forgot to mention something. It does contain a little bit of chicken. Huh? What? <laughs> it's not vegan anymore. No, no, no. I think what? what? I think I just realized. I, sorry, I just I was reading it just now. They mix chicken and nanka. Okay. Uh, so how much percentage? So you can really, you can get the packaging. Sorry. Right, the, right. The so it's one. not it's yeah. not quite vegan. Uh. Yeah. It's not vegan. Okay, it's mixed chicken and plant burger. But how uh, many percent? Yeah, how many percent? Oh, no lah. It's quite a lot of chicken. <laughs> it's, it's, sorry, it legit bro. tastes like chicken. I was like, wow, definitely. <laughs> so question is how many percent? It you know doesn't that, say, it doesn't say. You know okay. that in uh, our, yeah. our industry, right? A lot of people, let's say for example, they sell Wagyu patty, right? But they put like 10% Wagyu in there, but they pass it off as Wagyu. Mm. So I don't know if this is going to be in that scenario where they just put 10% Nanka and pass it off as plant-based. But here's the here's tricky cheeky part that I noticed about their marketing. Jun, uh, can you hold it up the front? Just the front, hold it up. All right, it says meat substitute, meat jackfruit. Now, Meat substitute can, can mean two things. Mm, One yeah. is the whole 100% you substitute meat. The I, other, I knew it's too good to be true. God the other I, part... Yeah, they don't say. I substitute part of the meat 
with jackfruit. Now here's the thing, jackfruit obviously has a very meaty texture, um, but this is a little bit of a stretch, I would say, when it comes to comparing with the rest of the plant base. I feel like I got scammed. <laughs> we got scammed by Hong. Don't blame the <laughs> Don't blame the brand. Don't blame the brand. <laughs> <laughs> got scammed by Hong. I was so excited. He himself got scammed as well. Yeah, I was like, I was scammed by Hong. Even though really I good. just read the label, I forgot about it. There. <laughs> okay, so how many percent meat? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, they I have mean, to review, right? Yeah. So they they give you like the nutrition uh nutrition breakdown, right? So it has like uh six percent fat uh. Eight well nine percent protein. So from that, like if you look oh. at a typical like chicken chicken mm. patty, you can it's probably make it out. But they don't give you the exact percentage of like chicken in there. Yeah, that's that's a bit <laughs> cheeky. Very <laughs> so chicky. maybe they could have swapped out just like a quarter or like twenty yeah. percent of the chicken for yeah. or worse five percent right? and call yeah. it that. I, I, but this is very dangerous because yeah, if people don't read it entirely, like yeah. I mean it, it does say here to be fair, mixed chicken and plant. Uh, burger patty. <laughs> not bad, not not bad. Yeah, it tastes good. It tastes good though. No, yeah. if you think about it, right? Uh, if jackfruit, sorry, I want my standing. If jackfruit per <laughs> kg is cost less than chicken, Mm-mm-mm. and if I put it in my patty, okay, twenty percent, thirty percent, if it drives the cost down for a restaurant, yeah, I actually, think it's a good it's thing. Not- and it's not um, what do you call it? Uh, how to say uh, human made like substances? Ah, yeah, exactly. Uh, right, right. It's not yeah. like. Processed food. Yeah, it's like not processed. Nat- yeah, it's yeah. a natural. It's product. a natural ingredient, so I'm yeah. okay with it. Actually, it's, I would say it's a good tool for chef. Like, I mean, I'm actually quite happy that I found this uh, technique. It's just, it's just that I don't know young jackfruit whether it's cheap or not. But here's the thing: you were yeah. excited because it tastes like chicken. But is it yeah. the best chicken patty out there? The answer is no. Yeah, it's not. I would say it's better than some of the chicken patties I've had out there, like dry and like paper. Fair this enough. One is Fair more enough. Like, yeah, this one is like quite moist. Yeah, but I also feel like the addition of the jackfruit right is. Serves as more of like a filler, yeah, yeah. rather than it's any got a nice fiberish uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. texture yeah. to it. All right, let's go for the big okay. daddy. Let's go for the big daddy. Okay, I'm very excited for this yeah. one. I've heard a lot about Impossible, Impossible Meats and Impossible Burger. Like they are. I hope known, I didn't overcook it. They're known to be like that. I overcooked right? it, over-cook it a bit. How? Oh, cool, another one. No, yeah. <laughs> but Impossible Burger, the the tagline is, it can bleed or mm. it bleeds. Right, okay. so if you cook it properly, because it was sitting out for a while. Sorry, guys. Can it bleed? Squeeze it a bit. It's pink. It's pink in the yeah. middle. It can't oh, be as you can see the juice come out. We're eating this in the aircon room. It's been sitting out for yeah. almost like 20, 30 minutes. It's gonna be yeah. cold. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's try the flavor first time. All right. Oh, mm. wow. texture-wise, it's so like meat. Uh. Exactly. Wow. Oh wow. Well, I'm really impressed with this. This is my actually it's my first time tasting yeah. it. The texture is really, really impressive. Like the taste-wise, yeah. again, like the maybe like the harvest gourmet, but even more so than the harvest mm-hmm. gourmet. It's like if you didn't tell me it's vegan, I'll just be like, oh, this is yeah, a, this is a mm. regular. I, I, to patty. me, after tasted a lot of uh, plant-based patty. This is definitely right on top ah. in terms of replacement. Yeah. The only problem is the cost is insane. Yeah. Mm. It's three times the cost of beef. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I mean the beef that I use are not compared to wagyu yeah. right? Mm. Last I heard, right, uh, one be uh, one impossible burger in Singapore. Is uh, $50. Yeah, so no joke. This, this Wait, thing. $50 sing dollar or 50 ringgit? $50 sing dollar. Damn. $50 sing dollar for one impossible patty. Uh, oh, burger. Look at that, like, caramelized. The, the yeah. is damn amazing. Well, it's really small. Look at it's the really small yeah. yeah. So I think the, the technology behind this is they identified the protein in meat that actually gives you that meat taste um, 
uh, a specific strain of protein. So they extract that from soy as well. That's first thing. Second thing is they use starches, uh, potato starches, to make it uh, brown like meat. So that's the searing that you see. Third, they use flax of uh, coco uh, coconut oil. So flax of coconut oil to give the, the patty the fat so it behaves like marbling. And then uh, I think all the technical terms, like all the binders, I don't even want to go into it because it's a long list of... Uh, it's got the longest uh, list of ingredients, right? Name. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know, I can scroll down and give you some. Right? Okay, I, I try to pronounce this. Uh, Pridoxin hydrochloride. Okay. I don't feel like eating anyway. <laughs> Riboflavin. Okay. Tiame hydrochloride. Okay. And then uh, mixed tocoperols. So this brings to a very in interesting uh, yeah. discussion whereby there are a yeah. lot of people say, hey, look, plant-based sounds good. Mm. But is it actually good for you? Because there's so many things that go into it, so many chemicals that goes mm. into it. Mm. So there is that question that people are asking. Is yeah. it natural? Because the way the marketing sells it is as if it's natural. Yeah. Before we go in that deep, let's do the last two. Alright. Okay. Yeah. Before we go in that okay, deep, you guys go, go, go right? the, the This one time. is the Nangka Rendang. Okay? By the same company. So. By the same company. Okay, also, okay. Yeah. Uh, wait, is this chicken or something? <laughs> Sorry guys, this one don't have packaging. It just, oh, it just comes in a vacuum pack. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead guys, go ahead. Which one should we start with first? Oh, you're not even using a plate. I'll start the chassis yeah. because ah. it's not, not it's okay. uh, so this on is the sweet side. So this one you, is... Just this take for yourself yeah. and then pass it over. Yeah. yeah so. so this one is the Seitan Chasu, the wheat gluten Chasu. And this one from the Chinese uh, restaurant underneath my condo. <laughs> I just walked down and bought this, yeah. It's actually really tasty. I mean, chashu flavor is not difficult. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. slap it yeah. on uh, chicken, you slap it on uh, beef, the smell is similar. Can this pass as a bad chashu? The answer is yes. Mm. But okay. it's not something that I will go back for if I'm looking for good chashu. Okay. Yes, sure. Right, but if I'm looking for replacement and say, hey, look, I'm going to go meatless today yeah, for yeah. whatever reason, mm. I'll eat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's a paikwat. Okay, paikwat, paikwat. <laughs> I got paikwat some more. Ah, yeah, but and the they use the really lemongrass as the... Uh, yeah. For presentation. Okay, I'm going to use my hands. Yeah. Wait, so does it mean that the center can... The bone can be eaten? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to hold this up. Yeah, it's got like a... <laughs> little bone. <laughs> lemongrass <thingy>. bone. Yeah. <laughs> this is also... Uh, Seitan. Seitan. Okay, the bone not, not edible, FYI. <laughs> yeah. This one straight up like eating bread dough, right? It, yeah, yeah, mush. It's very mushy. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, again, it's that typical like the Chinese fake meat, right? Yeah. Mm. But I like the effort they put in mm -mm -mm. to even make it look like pie quite because Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the thing about the, the a lot of what is like Chinese fake meat. The mm. aesthetics, right, is very on point. Mm. Like they can make things look like duck, look like Fish. Yeah. Like even for the duck, right, you can see like, oh, there's a skin yeah. and then there's a meat underneath. Yeah. yeah. A, but when you buy into it, it's, it's one texture. Yeah, it's one yeah, texture. Yeah. When you buy into it, then you immediately know. But yeah. if you just see it on the plate, right, some of them can really pass off as like yeah. real meat. True that, true that. Okay, last one, last one. Rendang. Okay, rendang. Let's go, guys. So this is... Um, nangka. Nangka. But I don't know whether it got Maybe got chicken. <laughs> <laughs> nangka with maybe got beef. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> okay, cheers, cheers. Cheers. Oh, it smells good though. It smells legit rendang. Oh, the texture. But, wow. Yeah, I cannot. Uh. Yeah. You know in Nangka, lah, but I would say I'll be happy to substitute this uh, meat with this because most of the rendang beef I had is like not good at all. No, because this is like... Okay, guys. It's, it's like Sorry. Meat. Yeah. yeah. Go salah. Tak salah punya. Tak salah punya. S-A-L-A. Salah's... They have a rendang, 
dish that is on a nasi lemak. Oh, okay. It's okay. not using all this nonsense. Um, okay. It's just using mushroom. mushroom. Like they use a very specific ah, mushroom. Lion's mane mushroom. Lion's mushroom, right? Yeah. So good. Tastes mm. like meat. Tastes like really tender. What? But of course, you know, as you eat it, you you start questioning whether it's meat or not. Yeah. But first few bites, absolutely impressed. Oh, but lion's mane is so good though. So I made like lion's mane, like just cut it into small pieces mm-hmm. and then do them like a nugget. Yep. Oh, so good. So good. So good. Really? Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, let's keep it uh, within the parameters of the taste, the how near it is to meat, and would you do you think? I mean, okay, let's look at the potential of it. Do you think these products? It uh, can be the future. Mm. No, I think yeah. if you're talking about like the future, there's definitely like it. It tastes the future tastes pretty bright. Because like mm. when you have the especially the Impossible Burger, it's like the, my first time having it. Right, it's like oh, I cannot tell. make out that it's like not uh, mm. not meat. If you yeah. don't tell me, right? Uh-huh. And they even have like the the bits of like fat in there, the bits of like gristle on the meat. Mm. Like oh, it's really impressive. So in terms of like flavor wise, right? And texture, the Impossible Burger has it like mm. down pat. Yeah. And in terms of like the the Chinese or like the local one, I really like the char siu. Like they, uh, it's like the taste of the char siu can just mask mm. everything. Yeah. And I would just I would order this now. Yeah. Not as a char siu replacement. Yeah. But like as a dish on its own. Yeah. That is a good point, Rini. What do you think? I think the future has to be this. Mm. It's just currently, who wants to go through the pain of getting there, because. It's a lot of marketing. It's a lot of education. It's a lot of getting bad feedbacks. In fact, we serve harvest gourmet. We serve mushroom burgers. We serve tofu patties. People are actually leaning more towards the tofu and the mushroom because it's more natural. It's a good, mm. that's a good point. That's a good point. Right. Of course, I am. I am the. Big, I am a big fan of his uh, tofu burger, rather than the natural harvest. Mm. Because I feel like the, the. I don't know. It's like the the. It's a different category. To be honest, yeah. Uh, I think to each its own, and that is going to be a journey as everyone finds out what the market wants, what the market responds to, mm-hmm. uh, and then you will find a cohesiveness that mm-hmm. hey, look, this is the the product to go for. I think Naga has huge potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just what where is it suited and the technique behind making it mm-hmm. viable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. In uh, I've seen this on BuzzFeed actually. They have. Uh, Talked about making a barbecue shredded nangka that tastes like yeah yeah, yeah yeah and watermelon uh, as well oh yeah they so have watermelon like smoked watermelon yeah yeah, 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 yeah. they taste like salmon right or, or tuna or something along that we line we had it bro yeah yeah dehydrated watermelon as stoke at his, oh, on his birthday oh, a few see, years ago yeah yeah it's kind of weird lah I mean I wouldn't say it's bacon <laughs> I wouldn't say it's charcuterie <laughs> it's okay impossible though it's still yeah. pretty impressive yeah. yeah and and I think the big thing that we will probably maybe also get to later is yeah. like. The cost, right, in the future, it will need to come down to it be able to compete with like meat, yeah. like real meat. Yeah, and it, it's it connects to our scale, yeah. mm. yeah. Actually, that's a good point. It's actually actually because I feel the this all the discussion about uh, uh, vegetable. Uh, oh, sorry, how do you say it again? Plant plant all the discussion about plant based protein mm. is actually very confusing and emotional, right? It's always about how you frame this product, right? So if if you ask me, because me and Rini, right, we I think me and Rini we fluctuate between luxury good and also everyday goods, right? So there are burgers that he make which is like fifty dollars, like special, right? The damn big, and you enjoy and you think like, oh, this is like, I I I eat this to celebrate something because I want to please, I want, I want pleasure out of it. And he also does burgers like fifteen dollars, which you know, when I'm hungry, hey, lunch, let's just grab and go. And so and so do I, I fluctuate in this two pro- world. And I, I often find, why do people compare these products? Like, I, I want this to be good. Like, it has to be that kind of uh, orgasmic experience. For me, it's not. For me, these are like, more like, 
everyday function product. If you frame frame your view in that sense, I would say this is the future. I, I why I, do you want to eat this in replacement of meat? Why? I think that's the question. Ah, that's that's where the this discussion gets heavy. I think there's two main main argument for it. I think uh, June will cover the health side of it, mm. and I will try and lead the discussion tackling the environmental issues behind mm. this. Yeah, and I'll just listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shall we yeah. clean up first? Then? Yeah, shall we yeah, clean up first? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I mean, we've tasted it. We've talked about like the flavor. But as you said at the end just now, um, yeah. there are two big things when it comes to all these plant-based proteins Protein, yeah. that that people often bring up uh, as the benefits, if you will. They were talking about like the environmental side of it, but also the health side of it. Yeah. So I will start off with like talking about the health benefits or health uh, issues um, that plant-based protein will, will tackle. And so when I think of plant-based protein or like vegan, right? I'm not sure if you guys think the same way, right? But when I see any like vegan thing, immediately I have the thought in my head like, oh, it must be healthier. Do, mm-hmm. you, do you feel that way as well? Uh, exactly. That's how I feel. Because it's marketed yeah. by the vegans to be a healthier lifestyle. Mm. Uh, and when companies come into that picture and they say, hey, look, I'm going to give you stuff that is vegan, it doesn't always come on the same wavelength. Meaning that a true vegan will say, hey, look, I yeah. don't eat these things. I want to eat natural. Uh, yeah. But companies will produce things that fall into that category, but could mm. be processed, but still can be classified as vegan. I think that's mm-hmm. where it becomes yeah. blurred. Mm. I think to 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 put into a very simple an analogy, right? Uh, broccoli is vegan. Kit Kat also vegan. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So there are actually so many like different. Wait, are you snacks. sure Kit Kat is vegan? Just in case. I'm not sure. No, Kit Kat got milk lah. Got milk ah. <laughs> okay, what, what's no, what's no, Oreos? <laughs> so Oreos ah, are vegan. French fries also are vegan. So is it healthy? Depends right? on what oil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, French fry also vegan. But you can have Broccoli also French vegan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, but all those like candies, yeah. you know, like gummy yeah, worms true. or yeah. yeah, just like any like sugar yeah. sweets. Yeah. Most of them are, are, are vegan. Right? Just because yeah. they don't contain animal yeah. products, right? But yeah. I think June's point is we often associate vegan, vegan with healthy. healthy. Mm. So is it true? Yeah, what so maybe think? that's like, a, as you yeah. said, it's like a good marketing uh, plan for them. So like Actually, to associate veganism with like health. But in terms of like the health aspects, right? Like we've tasted all these burgers and if you actually look at what goes into these burgers, right? Like what uh, Hong was like listing out just now, the Impossible Burger, all the chemicals that they use, it doesn't sound very healthy. And the addition of all these uh, extra chemicals, right? Makes it, gives it, um, it it will fall under the category of processed meats, right? Mm. And oftentimes like processed meats are, are often not as good as uh, like whole Natural, yeah. foods. Mm. Okay, yeah. so this comes into my territory. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. People say hamburgers or cheeseburgers are processed food. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> so if you just have a normal beef burger, the bun, I know what goes into the bun. Yes. Mm. Uh, flour, water, yeah. egg, yeast. Mm. What else? That's basically it, right? Mm. Uh, I know what goes into my patty. Mm. Beef. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Right? But that that association with maybe mass market brands, yeah. which mm. has to have pro- yeah. processed uh, ingredients due to the fact that they need it to be longer shelf life, yeah. lasting and whatnot. Yep. But that association Freeze is better. that. But it's not always mm. about um, that category of food. And I think that's where the distinction comes mm. in. Yeah. But to so, me, it's like your burgers, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't consider them processed. Though. But it's categorized, it's, it's burgers. You but, get me? But, uh, so, so I, I don't know whether this question is too personal, but do 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 Burger Lab actually push the push the uh, health angle on your burgers? Do we you don't actually dare. go and say our burgers are healthier because <laughs> we make everything from scratch? 
That so, was the case when you started. Yeah. Actually, we never we never pushed the health well, aspect. Never pushed it, we uh. pushed the hey, look, it's natural and and you know no uh, fillers and whatnot. Claim, you don't, don't claim, claim to be healthy because if I eat ten. <laughs> well, any, any, everything in moderation, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, have you seen the, uh, that that uh, diagram where they say there's a hamburger, unhealthy, and then there is buns, cheese, uh, patty, uh, lettuce, tomato, all separated on a dish, healthy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, mm. oftentimes it's like our own perception of it, right? And, and the whole... That is shaped. Yeah. A lot by marketing. Yes, 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 yes. Like the the whole like narrative behind it. But I think like when I think of like processed food, right? It's often like the more commercial um, kind where they have to put a lot of like preservatives into it to mm. to make sure it lasts longer, has a longer shelf life, is more stable. Um, and yeah, I, I guess like all these plant based proteins like uh, Beyond Meat, Impossible uh, Meat as well, they do fall under processed. Food, uh, well, for at least for me, or and when I did my research, so, you like, like the impossible patty you had just now, right? Yes, I do like it. Like, it's three years old, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have it frozen <laughs> yeah. for three years, so I had it three years ago. Yeah, so that one that we had was three years ago, and it tasted like yeah. I would say it tasted, it tasted, it's it's it fresh. tasted good. Yeah, it's fresh, it's fresh. But if we look at, so if we look at, I guess like when people say like, oh, whether things are healthy, we have to look at like the breakdown mm. of let's say like the True. A protein or carbs mm. or, or fat or what's in it, right? So I got the data for like beyond. Burgers versus like a uh, typical like beef patty, like eighty percent lean meat patty, twenty percent fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of like calories, it's pretty much the same, like two seventy for the the Beyond and two eighty seven for like uh, the the actual meat patty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fat is about the same as well. Um, and the kind of like sugars and proteins are about the same. The only thing that they differ in is the um, carbohydrates. So I guess with your typical like protein, uh, real protein, right? There's not not much carbs in there. So the Beyond Burger because they use all these like plant uh, protein, which introduces a b- bit more like carbs and a bit more like fiber or so. So this is something oh. that a lot of people like to say. Oh, it has more fiber, so it's like healthier Actually, for you. But the fiber is like it's like very small. Eh? Three three grams. Yeah. In like a three hundred gram uh, patty, ah, yeah, so it's not actually so it's like 1%, so it's like vegetable. It's very like negligible. <laughs> yeah, I like to think I eat the impossible patty is like me eating a broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no why. Chance. That's why. No right, that's why. There's all these like no health chance, connotations, ah. but it's not always true. You it's see, not always true. And yeah, so when you compare it to like a real like beef patty, right? It's about the same. I wouldn't say like one is healthier than the other, mm. but I think the big issue is. Um, and it also will touch on like a bit of the environmental factor as well, which we can go into later, is that mm. most of the meats, right, that you find um, in like the freezer section of like the supermarkets or, or all those like very um, like factory farm meats mm. or burgers or, or mints, right, they often mm. have other chemicals added in already. So to, mm. to make them last longer, especially like, yeah, things like mince meat, spam, mm. sausages, they all have unhealthy things in there that uh, but what, how do you define unhealthy so mm. the way i see it is as we progress as as a civilization mm. right over the last hundred years mm. you find new ingredients and you go like hey look let's put this in yeah yeah so i'm sure at one point whoever that said hey let's let's dehydrate seawater you get this really Salt. you know mm. crystallized right, thing right, right, and you're right, gonna right. put it in food mm. right? is that healthy is unhealthy that's yeah. so yeah okay yeah. so right. maybe i shouldn't have said like unhealthy but maybe like not no, but, but, as but, but natural what i'm trying to say, yeah. who defines it Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, there are government organizations that would uh, say, hey, look, you can put X percentage of this, you can yes. put X percentage of that. Mm. Uh, and there are regulations. Of course, there are companies that have been caught flouting these percentages mm. or mm. rebranding it or remarketing it as something else, right? Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I want to trust the science. I want to trust the people in power to mm. say, hey, look, we've done the research. We know X, more than X percentage of this ingredient is going to kill you, but less than that is okay and it's, it's, it keeps food for longer. Yep. But... I think there is a distrust to companies because we've caught so many companies over the, the years, mm. not just in Malaysia, but overseas as well. Mm. For profitability, they, they add a lot of um, what is deemed to be uh, like chemicals. chemicals. Uh, yeah. I mean, the chemicals has to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's, exactly. It's like a certain percentage is acceptable. Yes. But you put that little bit more percentage, you can last longer or you can taste mm. better. But right? you have to be careful because uh, technically speaking, I think it is uh, proven that processed meat in, in long term uh, in, in places where people consume a lot of processed meat I'm talking about things like sausages uh, hams and all these uh, 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 turkey slices and all these right? sandwich slices and all that it is true that processed meat cause cancer so it's because all the, the product nitrates and all, it's yes. because of the additives they put it in it is yeah. carcinogenic yeah. is yeah. it car- uh, carcinogenic yeah. yeah so yeah. That, that one is true yeah, yeah. so I guess like yeah. I, I guess what we're trying to say is like so the problem isn't so much that meat it's itself itself, is bad yeah. or unhealthy for you. It's like all these additional things that people mm. add to meat, maybe in like illegal amounts or whatnot. And yeah. I think in small amounts, it's not a problem. But when it becomes consume, a daily yeah. meal, yeah. right? Yeah. If you consume a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And these are products that they make it very accessible to people. Yeah. And when it, it becomes accessible, you eat it every other day and mm. over time it builds up and you, you get uh, sick, mm. right? Um, but that is what exactly consumerism uh, or capitalist society is about, mm, right? Exactly. You want to make as much money as possible. You want to make things that you can mass produce and sell to everyone and make sure they eat every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what if the, the train of thought is not, hey, let's have bacon every day, let's have sausage every day, but let's have veggies, like, you know, every, all, uh, every few days and then you have your bacon and sausage once mm. a week. That becomes a healthier way to consume. But we, we seem to want to go to the narrative of, no, you must lead this life or else, you know, it's, it's not good. You must mm. be all vegan or you must be all keto. Yeah, what, what if exactly. that is, that's why I, okay, so a lot of people say that the, the food chain, uh, the food pyramid uh, is, is, is wrong. That it's actually upside down. Have you heard of that? that yeah, claim? Mm. exactly. Right. Uh, I, I don't know how to feel about it, but at the end of the day, from what I understood, the food Triangle, what do you call it? Is it food triangle or food chain? Food, food, yeah, I, the, 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 pyramid. The, the food pyramid, right? Yeah. Was actually uh, a marketing uh, by one of the food companies. It's a pyramid scheme. It's yeah. A, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's again, what I'm trying to say is that a lot of what we are told um, is our information that is created by the food people in the industry. Mm. And you take it as a norm after a long period of time mm-hmm. of being brainwashed. Yeah. Uh, even currently, right, every trend is driven by someone. That, yes. that is selling their product. Yes, mm. exactly. In fact, I mean, even if you look look at the history of it, the food pyramid itself is just a government's way of telling its uh, people, you know, we, you know, uh, maybe after the war or maybe in, during a, a change of uh, economic climate, right? So let's say at that time, we we're producing a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, carbohydrates. So that's why they put carbohydrates as one of the biggest uh, food groups in the pyramid. Because right. we have it and we can feed people with it. And they right. want people to eat more like potatoes. Yeah, they want to eat rice and all that because it, it, it feeds the population. So, I mean, it, it is all, it is all uh, 
there is always a be, uh, intention behind it lah. Mm. I mean, whether or not you should just uh, you, whether or not you, your diet should be more protein or should be more carbs or should be more fruits or whatever or, or should be low sugar or whatever. I think there's always a there's always an idea behind it. Mm. Yeah. I do believe that that particular topic um, is how to say is is. To, to each individual, yeah, mm. I think all of our bodies are different. We all yeah. react differently yeah. as well. Some people react much more worse to to others uh, when it comes to carb, carbs. Mm. Uh, some when it comes to fat. So I think you need to go see a doctor or see a nutritionist and see what suits you. Yeah, okay, okay. We, we are not nutritionists. So bottom line, yeah. bottom line lah, bottom line lah. June and Rengi, what do you think? Is eating uh, plant based protein healthier than eating meat? Actually, the question. Sorry, yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna spin this around. Spin a little bit. This around. Okay, <laughs> is it healthier spin. than eating a mushroom patty? Mushroom? A lion's head, lion's mane mushroom, for example, or portobello. Mm. Because But I see, find that yeah. struggle. So I feel like, for me, right, I've always gone by like, I can eat anything, but everything in moderation, right? And if you were to compare like, uh, mushroom patty and and this, right, and like a plant-based mm. patty, you. It's very hard to compare. Like, what do you mean by healthy, right? If you eat it like all your life, is if that's the only thing you eat, right? Mm. You can say that the plant-based protein has more like additional nu- nutrients that you need. So in that sense, it might be healthier if that's the only thing you ever eat, right? Mm. And then just eating mushrooms every day. But it, like, if you compare like which one's more natural, which is something I always go for as well. Like a mushroom patty is definitely more natural than than like a plant-based protein mm. where they mm. add stuff to it. Mm. But I think that what I'm trying to get to is that. The plant-based patty is always benchmarked against meat. Yeah. Why is it not benchmarked against you know its its plant equivalent? Mm. Well, actually, I I can tell you what how how do you compare that uh uh plant-based uh, patty to a mushroom patty? Is actually technically they took the mushroom patty right, which is a plant-based protein, yeah. inject fat into it, <laughs> put binder into it so that the texture is nice. So they basically took the mushroom patty, modify it to the point where it's very very near to the meat. meat. So yeah. I think so it's like. What what we are trying to what we are seeing is that companies are saying, hey, look, we want to change the world. We want to save the world. I know mm. you don't like your tofu. I know you don't like your mm. uh, mushroom patties, but I'm going to give you something that's close to it yes. so that it's one step forward. Yes, mm. I think so. Right, we're saving the happening. world that way. Yeah, yeah, we're saving the world that way. It's like since you like your meat so much, right? We'll give you the meat, but it's not actually. But Jun, can, can I can I be clear so that our audience have the benefit of this fact? Right? Can I be clear? Technically uh, speaking, based on facts like the calories. And the uh, uh, nutrients is not much different from eating red meat, correct or not? Yes. Yeah. So I, I, would, I would say that as per our right. educator, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not a nutritionist. Everything based on Wikipedia. Nutritionist. Yeah, but but that's my understanding, I mean, yes. I I look at it and I'm I I look at the uh, stats and I look at the ingredients. It's actually almost near, almost similar to mm. eating a meat. I mean, the fact it, the fact that it's highly processed, whether that's dangerous or not, I'm not clear. Yes, yeah. more research needs to be done, yeah. especially because it's such, because a, it's such like a new, new industry yeah, as, yeah. as well. When they say highly processed, but is does highly processed mean dangerous? I yeah, it doesn't that necessarily sure. mean bad yeah. as well. Just like vegan does not necessarily mean. So I'm gonna throw something into the. Back in the days, a long, long time ago, right? Uh, I don't know if you guys remember or not. There was a bit of a hoo ha when there was lab-grown vegetable. What's lab-grown vegetable? I've never heard of it. Oh. Wait. So vegetable is grown on what? Usually soil. Soil. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So when hydroponic was a thing, ah yes, yes, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, was a the wild, nutrients yeah. were not things that you find. It's, uh-huh, it's liquid uh-huh. chemicals. Yeah. Chemicals yeah. that they inject that you put the into water. the water, mm. right? And there were people who were like really against it yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, saying yeah. that mom, hey, you know, 
my uh, mom. This is not natural, <laughs> this and that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've come to accept that, hey, look, that is acceptable. In fact, mm-hmm. it's a very efficient way of growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same if you put fertilizer in the soil. That's not natural. So. Yeah, 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 right? Exactly. Uh, but it's, when you take it out of the original context, like far enough that people go like, hey, that's not how I recognize it to right. be. It's almost like too sterile. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's a norm now. We have friends uh, like John from uh, Cultivate, Cultivate yeah. right? that does entirely that. Yeah. And his, his products is controlled, is good, is consistent, yeah. right? And it has shown that that is the future. It's so what crazy. I'm trying to make comparison to is, you know, what we are seeing is, is going to be a norm to some extent. Mm. Will it be this norm, what we're seeing right now, or will it continue to evolve? Uh, we shall see. Yeah. Right? But I think I'm glad that there are people who's concerned about the environment, that's concerned about health, that's pushing this uh, as, as a go-to option moving mm. forward. The only thing is, it needs to be more accessible. Mm. Okay, true. Yeah, so I guess for the health, I would say, yeah, about the same. But the big thing about uh, all these vegan meats, right, it's always the environmental impact, the environmental oh. benefits of it, right? Okay. And that is like a bigger, bigger topic. Okay, B- before I, I give you the facts, right, I just want to roughly gauge what, what do you guys know? Like, how, what have you heard? Like, what do you know about what, uh, how this uh, plant-based protein is saving the environment? Cow farts. <laughs> cow farts, okay. Yeah. So, a farm, uh, a cow farm, a beef farm, right, uh, has hundreds and thousands of uh, cows mm. and cows produce methane. Mm-hmm. And okay. methane is like the worst uh, greenhouse gas there is. Okay. So, it raises the temperature, the ice Robo cap melts, okay. uh, polar bear dies, you're all set. Robert, you <laughs> What about you, Jun? Like, what, what, what have you heard about? Uh, why, why is uh, stopping? Uh, why, why, why stopping eating red meat will save the planet? Why, why do you think people? Are, yeah, people I guess saying? like reducing our consumption of meat, right? Like meat, well, meat generally takes up more, more space, more resources, effort, more resources mm. um, than planting like veggies. Right? Okay. So if you eat more veggies naturally, then the demand for meat will go down, and then do that. Like, like when you say so, so it will have like less damage on the environment. Uh, less like meat, especially like factory farms or battery mm. farms around, and that will be yeah, environmentally friendly as well. Okay, let me take you down the rabbit hole, huh? <laughs> okay, full disclosure, right? I sell steaks, right? <laughs> and he has a steak in steaks. Yeah. <laughs> I have a steak in steaks. Wow, that's a good one. We got it on camera. Why <laughs> how? Okay, okay. So and uh, I think doing a little bit of research in this is very enlightening to me. Okay, I think in general not many people have gone down the rabbit hole. So before I even start, I'm going to cut straight to the point. The fact is, red meat, especially beef, or meat in general, is just really, really heavy on the carbon emissions, right? So I'll give you the stats, right? 26% of the global carbon emission, right, comes from food production, right? So anything to do with producing food, like 26% is fixed already. So that's fixed already. Like even if we eliminate all other carbon emission, this 26 we will never eliminate because we need to eat, correct or not? Okay? And then from that 26%, right? In that 26% carbon emission, beef, right? Is uh, beef and other meats is almost exponentially higher than uh plants. Okay, I'll give you one example, the worst example, beef. I'm so sorry. Beef is almost right a hundred fifty times more carbon emission than a potato. That's how crazy it is. Wait, wait, are you comparing like by weight or by? By weight, yes. One kilo of beef and one kilo oh, of potato. Got it, got it. One kilo of beef produces 150 times more carbon emission than mm. potato. Alright, and here's the crazy thing. Here is the crazy thing. We often hear people say, okay, la, I eat grass fed. Right, correct or not? <laughs> right. But the reality is, 
grass-fed beef produces more carbon emission because it needs more space. So you are actually cutting down forest Trace, yeah. Yeah, to have your beef eat on that place, right? There's a ratio, right? One cow to how many acres yeah. of uh, land yeah. to clear. Mm. So at the end of the day, is I'm sad to say, it's all about efficiency. So commercial farming where animals are kept in small spaces and grown as fat as quickly as possible. So the faster their life cycle is, the more efficient it is, the less carbon emission it is, right? And here's the biggest kicker for me, right? I, d- I didn't realize that for me, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, okay, gra- a bit cow eat grass, right? They turn it into meat, it's good for us, right? what's the problem? So the problem is, if all our cows, livestock, only eat grass and natural food, right? Like you let them run wild and eat, it's never gonna be enough, right? 70% of production will have stopped, right? So the reality is, the way we get meat, is we grow more plants mm, to mm. feed the beef and then we eat, right? So that growing itself is the real biggest driver of emission. The reason why beef is so carbon emission heavy is because we have to grow extra stuff, extra soil, extra everything to feed them. So Clear for example- extra lands yeah, to grow. Yeah. So for example, all the soil we grow, only I think 14% is consumed by human. The others is all consumed by livestock. Right, mm. that is why it is so crazy, right? So, but then again, uh, I don't know, man. For me, even after I did all this research, right, it's very easy for us to like uh, vilify meat, right? It's very easy to say because they have the top numbers, right? I don't know how you guys feel about it because they have the top numbers. People often frame it as eating meat is bad for the planet, right? But then again, all luxury goods are bad for the planet, everything that we do. It's bad for the planet. I don't know how, how do you guys feel about this, right? 300 gram piece of steak is equivalent to you driving your car for three miles. So with that information, I don't know. Do you think it's worth it? Do you think it's worth it? I, I think that we have to agree we are very wasteful creatures as, as human as a species. Mm. Um, I mean, we have all done it. For example, don't even talk about driving for three miles. Who here dri- goes home, sit in their car for five, 10 minutes, just to unwind, and then the aircon on, right? Yeah. We all do it, yeah. um, but we are all creatures of comfort. You know, we, we like our what, what we can have access to. That's why we want to try to gain more wealth. Uh, coming back to the, the point is, yes, I think we all know it. Going home, switching on aircon, yeah. even if you're not in the room, you turn on the aircon first, you know, just so that it's cool enough when you go in, mm. right? We are wasteful creatures. And the other kicker is, to me, if I try to save the world, but the other millions of people don't, it's still doomed anyway. Must well join the cult. La. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is like, if no one does anything, if no one starts changing the way they exactly. it, like we will be, we will be doomed even faster, no? Hard to yeah. say, hard to say, because I, I, I also read an article, right, is, uh, I think it's pop- in Popular Science, right? They say, right, because uh, the connection of meat to the environmental the environmental impact is an abstract idea. So basically, it's an, not proven. It's like, no, no, no. It's proven. Okay. But it's an abstract idea. Like it's it's not physical. Like you're not directly connected to it. Eighty four percent of vegan don't make it in three months. Mm. Yeah. So people know it's uh, environmentally friendly and good, but they turn vegan, but they don't even make it after three months. They go back to eating meat because it's just an idea against a grilled meat right in front of you. So it's actually failing, right? Only 2% of Americans are vegan, right? So that's in a first world country. So you see, like, even though we know the facts, 
Is that the solution? But the number is slowly growing, right? Yeah. It's like from 2% now But again, the, now the answer before. is not turning fully yes, vegan. Yes, yes, mm. yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, what, what's, sure. what's the word that people use? Like they are like partial vegan on some days? Yeah. I am. That, that's a word for it. Anyway, they, they fluctuate. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> they fluctuate. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so, I think it's, hey, no, if I consume meat one time less per week. Yes, yeah. That will also help, right? It's, I, I think it's like mm. we can all do with perhaps like cutting down our consumption of things yeah. that are bad for the environment. Yeah. And so even if you do it like one day out of seven days a week, right, that would have, that, that would matter, right? Mm. And that would also like help in a sense. And yeah. so I think for me, right, I don't think I will ever turn like vegan or go fully like plant-based. Mm. Um, and one kind of food, um, kind of one, one, one idea of food that, that I always strive towards, right, is, very influenced by this place that I used to work in in the US, like Blue Hill. So when I worked at Blue Hill, Chef Dan, who wrote this book called The Third Plate, right? So he advocates for a third plate eating. So they are like, according to him, so he, he puts it in like three plates, right? So the first plate is what we used to have, like very big portions of meat. Um, and the veggie is like a very, very side player in, in our daily meals. Mm-hmm. And then we go, we are currently more like in the second plate or like the second wave, like you, might, you might also say where, you know, maybe our beef is like uh, grass-fed or like organic and, and we pay more attention to like where, where our veggies come from and you want it to shine a bit more. But for him, the, what the ideal future, future for him or what he's trying to push for is like the third plate, which is where the, meat, uh, the, the vegetables are the center of your meals, mm. but the meat play a side role. So let's say mm. instead of like having uh, a steak with like a, like a parsnip puree or, with, or, or mashed potatoes or something like that, you have kind of like a like a, a big portion of like carrots or or beets or, or whatnot like vegetables, but the meat is like in sauce or like you use the meat as part of a sauce as part of um, the stock to braise the carrots in or something like that, mm. and you still have like a lot of that flavor. So reverse reverse the role, uh, Yes, right? reverse the role, yeah. but don't so you don't skimp on the flavor as well. Like you still have a lot of like meaty flavor, and you get that that I guess like mm. satisfaction of tasting meat, mm. but at the same time, you are also eating, I guess, a less environmentally damaging yeah. plate. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a very wholesome thought. Mm. Um, but again, you know, how do you change the whole industry to stop doing food porn? Yeah. Food porn looks good exactly. when it's bloody, it's grilled, it's juicy. But you can food porn with potatoes. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a different, it's, it's a different attraction. Dude, if you have, you know the mashed potato with the cheese, yeah. Actually, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, 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 I'm all for it, actually. I mean, as a, as a guy who sells steaks for a living, right? I'm all for it. I'm all for trying to uh, reduce carbon emission through, uh, in our, in our F- F&B business. But then again, as a cook, cook or, I mean, to, I, I always often say, right? Every time someone asks me to go keto, right? Okay, drop the carbs. Or someone tell me, drop the meat, right? It's almost like you ask a painter, right? Okay, you cannot use the color yellow or blue. Right, because it's rarefied. Right, I, I mean, even in painting, there, there is that issue. There are certain colors for painter. There are certain blue that is so rare to find, so expensive. But doesn't mean you should stop using it. You should stop using it. So for me, as a cook, as a painter, I think it's very hard for me to accept that fact. I mean, whatever it is. But so, but in in my own little world, or in my own little selfish way of uh, trying to. Uh, Accept what's happening, right? I think, right? What's gonna happen is the 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 society society will always correct itself. So what I believe is gonna happen is beef 
and all this meat is going to be a luxury good. So maybe uh, 50-10 years from now, we won't be eating beef as often or, mm. or chicken as often. We'll probably have chicken once a week or maybe twice a week or something like that. I think that's, that's how society will always correct itself. When we need to, it will happen. The change will happen. But to, to, to say uh, this plant-based protein, is it a solution? I think it can be part of a solution. When that happens, yeah, when, when that the happens, correction yeah, happens, when right? When the correction happens. I don't think it can be a full solution. Yeah. Because I think we often talk about environmental issues. We forget to talk about, uh, you know... Uh, economic and... Yeah, economy and also how meat is actually so, so much of our heritage and our culture, right? I mean, I, whenever I talk to a vegan uh, promoter, I, I often say, you know, in our parents' generation, right, it's a totally different ballgame. Like my dad, my dad would say, right, he only gets to eat chicken eggs on his birthday. So can you imagine my dad growing up? Chicken egg is like a once a year thingy. Yeah. So for them, you know, you can't blame them uh, for pushing the meat industry to the point where we can, we can have chicken egg, breakfast, lunch, dinner, 365 days a year. For them, that is a success story. So we can't turn around and tell them like, oh, that's all like a big, uh, I mean, that's a big, uh, that's wasteful or whatever. But because they, they gave us what we didn't have. But then again, I think it's just, Sooner or later, we're gonna to have to accept it is excess, like, right? You're born like now. We can eat chicken egg, huh? mm. breakfast, lunch, dinner, three hundred sixty-five days. It's crazy, right? I think it's definitely food yeah. for thought. Yeah. Uh, and no matter how well-meaning we are, you know, currently talking about this, um, do we make? Can we make a difference? Do we make a difference? Uh, mm, exactly. I, I I don't think we do. Uh, Me too. That's that's the unfortunate bit. Yeah. What do you mean, as in? Um. We are too. The government. I feel that the government, the the um, the meat industry controls mm. the narrative until they want that change. Mm. It won't happen. Exactly. The people are not powerful enough to flip it because at the end of the day, you are fighting against a will of nature. Red meat tastes good. Number one. I will go against you with that though. Okay. Because like the whole vegan meat industry started off by the people. It's not as if like the, the meat people say, oh, we want we should all eat vegan meat, right? But it's from the people saying like, oh, we actually want healthier or more environmentally friendly uh, yeah. meat alternatives, right? That's why they go into this like Beyond Burger, Impossible Burger, Harvest Gourmet. That's why all these brands came out, because of like our mm. individual wants, like society's wants rather than uh, the, the big corporations trying to trying to push it. Right? All right, but so the, yeah, there well, is yeah. that mm. one, and there mm. is a lot of voice for mm. it. That's why uh, brands, good brands, are impossible. Mm. That is actually, I feel they will be making waves or change. Mm. But there are also a lot of corporations that are just jumping onto the bandwagon, exactly. trying to earn money, from trying to earn money yeah. from it, yeah. and, and yeah. putting out subpar product. Yeah, honestly, on my level, uh, we sell burgers, and just like he did, what fifteen years ago, <laughs> uh, when he was selling at Burger King at the stadium. Mm. The percentage of vegetarian product, and I'm not even talking about, talking about the plant-based one, mm. just veg, uh, the tofu and the mm. mushroom. We sell less than 2% per day, mm. right? It's true. The, I don't know, maybe because people think, oh, Burger Lab is all meat, lah. They, then they don't even step in here. Mm. Right? But we do advertise our meatless uh, option, but we don't get that volume. We don't mm. see that volume. Yeah, I, I definitely think yeah. it's like a slow change, but I wouldn't say like, oh, our individual uh, desires and individual kind of like, uh, once doesn't matter. Like you say like 2%, right? Maybe like mm. five years ago, it was like mm. 1%, right? That's like, it's, it, it doubled in five years, right? Then if it doubled again 
in the next five years, in the next five years, like in a decade, in two decades, it'll be like yeah. 10-20%, which is quite a significant market. I hope that happens. Mm. I hope that happens. But like I said, mm. uh, just based on my personal view, uh, there is a lot of money put behind it. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's, it's a very, yeah. very complicated issue. It's a very mm. complicated issue yeah, from a, a very personal le- oh, yeah. level to uh, 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 organizations level and then to government level. One of the things that the vegan advocates always talk about, right, is the the connection between legality and morality. So they are saying, right, just because it's legal to kill chicken, to kill uh, uh, pig or a cow and everything, doesn't make it moral. Like they they are pointing out a bit of a little bit of a uh, uh, human hypocrisy, right? Okay, a lot of people, right? They love their dogs, they love their cats, right? They wouldn't eat them, they wouldn't harm them. In fact, sometimes they love them more than people. Some people love their cats more than me. Okay, that's that's a fact, <laughs> right? But then again, do they know? You know, the chasu they eat pork, a pig, uh, sorry, piglets are actually a little bit smarter than dogs. That's that's hard for me to swallow because I love dogs, right? So it's, it's, it's a, it's, this, this meat issue is actually very, very complicated. It's not only economics or environment, it's also to do with the human condition. Like our own... Pers- we very all, we all know that yeah. fact that you just mentioned. Yeah. We choose to... Very, very hard. Okay, but okay, just to give everyone a, 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 a more uh, a wider view of what's the current situation. Okay, I'll give you one fact before we finish up. Right, On average, per capita, according to UN uh, statistic 2017, blah, 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 I have to mention, Malaysians consume 50 kilos of meat per person per year. Right? Compared to US, the number one champion, 120 kilo per person. So we're not doing that bad. We're not <laughs> Wait, are we doing... So we don't have we a, are, uh, to reduce We are half as... As a US people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so we're not doing that bad. Okay. Okay. Uh I think we should wrap up. Yeah, right? let's do that. Mm. Right? So this is a very note, heavy session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I thought it would be a chill session. The more there's, research yeah, I do, there's right? a lot more. more. Yeah, there's a lot more it's different nuts. aspects yeah. that we can go into. But yes. Yeah. So on that note, I think uh I think for the audience, you can decide for yourself what you're going to do with that information, right? These are the facts, so you decide. You want to save the planet? You want to <laughs> you eat less, mess it up even yeah. more? <laughs> want to eat less meat or you want to eat more meat? I don't know. I mean, discuss, talk about it. The best way you can help is actually to talk and discuss about it. Mm. Yeah. I think the more we talk, it's the better start. it is. Yeah, it's a start. Yeah. And All maybe, right. you know, five, yeah. ten years into the future, Hong won't be serving steaks anymore. Yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> we'll be serving, hey, we'll be serving tofu steaks, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> Huh? Grilled terong, uh, something like that. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, with that, uh, see you on the next episode. Ciao. Adios. Bye.